sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Kyle Paletto. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. We've got a stack for you this week with heaps of news from Gamescom, why a major console is getting a price increase, and why some Indonesian devs have accused their publisher of cheating them. Let's get into it. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. Do you want the good news or the bad news first? Okay, let's go with the bad news. If you're one of the many, many people who have been waiting to get your hands on a PlayStation 5, well, they've immediately become more expensive. I'm not talking about the scalpers who have been sniping online auctions. Sony announced this week that it will be pushing up the prices of both the disc and digital-only versions of the consoles by 50 bucks. That brings them to $799.95 for standard and $649.95 for discless. Sony said it's all down to inflation and currency exchange rates, but this one stings a little. Consoles are supposed to get cheaper two years after their release, not more expensive. Those good folks over at CNET put the question to Microsoft to see if they'd be following Sony's lead, but it seems for now Xbox prices will be staying the same. Gamescom kicked off this week and there were a bunch of cool updates announced as part of the opening night live event. Gotham Knights, the Batman spin-off, is coming a little bit earlier than was previously announced. If you booked your leave for this one, it's time to chat to your boss because it's now out four days earlier on October 21. Dead Island 2 is officially official. Despite 10 years of shuffling developers, it's got a release date and it's not on an island anymore. It's set in Los Angeles and Dan Buster Studios, the makers of the Homefront series, will put this zombie survival game into your hands on February 23 next year. Return to Monkey Island will be out on the 19th of September, which is really, really soon. So get your Yars and Yohos ready for Nintendo Switch and PC as it launches on Talk Like a Pirate Day. The Open Zone Sonic sequel Sonic Frontiers will be spinning onto next and last gen consoles, as well as Switch and PC on the 8th of November. Something that might make longtime Sonic fans happy is that the story was written by Ian Flynn, who worked on the cult TV series Sonic Boom, which is often credited with modernizing the series. Gearbox will be making a brand new Tales of the Borderlands game. The episodic narrative adventure series was a spin-off of the looter shooter and was originally by Telltale Games, but now they've wound up, it's been brought back in-house. It's going to focus on a new set of characters and looks like a cool way to explore the Borderlands universe. Ex-Bethesda and Obsidian veterans have spun up their own studio to make an occult open-world fantasy RPG called Weird Song. The team is led by Jeff Gardner and Charlie Staples and includes developers who have worked on Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Definitely keen for this one. Dune is getting an MMO adaptation from developers Funcom. Not a lot of details on this one yet, but it looks a lot like the recent film adaptations, despite, according to developers, drawing more narratively from the book series. Moving Out 2 is on the way, which is great news because we're huge fans of this Australian-made game. The sequel will include more customization, more silly scenarios, and online multiplayer, which a lot of people have been asking for. Check out our interviews and playthroughs on sifter.com.au if you're keen to learn more. Just search for Moving Out. And finally, for Gamescom news, Sony has unveiled their own take on the Pro Controller, the DualSense Edge, which features replaceable back buttons and control sticks, adjustable triggers, and remappable buttons. No price or release date for this, but I bet it's going to be super speno. Indonesian studios Toge Productions and Mojiken have alleged their UK-based publisher ripped them off this week, posting a big statement to their social accounts. 
They alleged that P-Cube Games, the publisher of their upcoming title, A Space for the Unbound, used their position as Southeast Asian devs to apply for a diversity fund. But instead of handing over that cash to the local teams, they made it part of the money required to be recouped through sales. P-Cube says they deny the allegations and that Toge has tried to force what they call unreasonable revised terms to their contract. Toge and Mojikan have now cancelled the contract, which would have seen P-Cube work on the console releases of the game, and it means that A Space for the Unbound is officially on hiatus as the studio looks for a new publisher. And finally, Fortnite is in Destiny and Destiny is in Fortnite, with a run of skins and unlockable armors available to celebrate Destiny 2's arrival on the Epic Games Store. Four Guys is also in on the action. There are three themed costumes available based on the three Destiny classes, Hunter, Warlock, and Titan. You can pick up the Bungie 30th Anniversary Bundle for Destiny 2 for free on the Epic Games Store this week as well. If that doesn't get Sifter producer Mitch to claim a victory royale, nothing will. That's it for news. Here are the games releasing this week. F1 Manager 2022 is out on the 30th. It's the first installment in what Frontier Development hopes to be a yearly series and is bound to be a hit for fans of management sims as well as the general public given the recent rise in the sport's popularity. It's out on PC, Xbox and PlayStation on the 30th. Retro gaming fans are in for a treat when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection releases this Tuesday. The collection compiles 13 TMNT games from the 80s and 90s, including classic arcade side-scrollers and titles from the NES, SNES, Sega Genesis, and Game Boy. Pick it up on all platforms on the 30th. Out this week is Tinykin by indie developers Splash Team. It's a 3D platformer with Pikmin-like elements that looks like a great lighthearted little adventure, and it's out on all platforms this Tuesday. Another indie title releasing Tuesday is Orcs by development team John Bell Studios. It's a tower defense deck builder hybrid with elements of tabletop gaming, and it's coming to PC, Android, and iOS on the 30th. Out on the 31st is Scathe, the first title by Scottish devs Damage State. It's a fast-paced first-person shooter with strong Doom vibes, and it looks insanely polished, particularly for a debut title by a small studio. Pick it up on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox this Wednesday. The Dragoness, Commander of Flames, is out this week. Players will need to collect resources and build an army of beasts in this turn-based strategy game for fans of Heroes of Might and Magic. It's out on September 1st, exclusive to PC. And lastly, we have Chesno Club by Swedish developers Pixadome. It's a super cute side-scrolling platformer out on PC, Mac, Switch, and the previous generation of PlayStation and Xbox on the 2nd. Gaming news from Sifter each week on Walkthrough. This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Kyle Paletto. Thank you so much for listening. Sifter is produced by Nicholas Kennedy, myself, Fiona Bartholomeus, Daniel Ang, and Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is senior producer and Gianni De Giovanni is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune and thanks to Omni Studio for their support of Sifter's three podcasts. Sifter is a listener-supported podcast network. Thanks to everyone who has supported us over the years to make our shows. We've just launched our Ko-Fi where you can contribute a one-off or ongoing tip to help us keep making our shows. Go to sifter.com.au slash support if you'd like to support our independent journalism. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday.